What's your line? We need to have a talk on the subject of what's yours and what's mine. Stig Larsen, the girl with the dragon tattoo. There was a layer of mist, fog, or cloud. We weren't sure how to explain what we were seeing. About six feet above the ground and across everything we looked at. There was a line for which above was colder than below. My brain, wrestling with the logic, wondered, when there is snow and ice on the ground, shouldn't the mist be coming off the ground? Of course, there's a geological explanation about temperature of the air versus the ground and the fog that results, but I wasn't sure what was where and why. An executive with 20 plus years of experience was preparing for a tough conversation with the CEO to offer feedback in service of business risk they saw. The feedback was pointing out a likely unconscious bias which was producing a toxic work environment. Bullying was being tolerated from one leader in particular, a very capable, smart, and important engineer who had built much of the foundation of their product. The executive prepared how to approach the conversation, how to create a container for the CEO, the head of HR, and themselves. The intention was to offer fact-based observations, their experience of the impact of the quote-unquote bad behavior on themselves so that they might mitigate risk as an organization and in the ideal, create a healthier work environment. They began by establishing rules for the conversation. Clarifying questions were okay, finger pointing was not. Sharing how they felt the impact of the bad behavior was their truth not to be judged. Judgment would mean an end to the conversation. The feedback conversation ensued. The executive offered this container to which they all agreed and asked the CEO and head of HR what they needed. The CEO said, I need to know the business risk first, what I need to be mindful of at the board level. The HR person said, I'm open to whatever you have to say to help us create a better balance of performance and people orientation. They began. The executive found it hard, but also found their words, starting with the CEO's request on business risk. This bullying style of leadership, dictatorial without context, lacking in orientation towards teamwork, shared goals and wins, or any rhythm of communication to reinforce the mission, vision, and values and goals, they feared would stifle innovation. Recent promotions indicated there may also be an unconscious bias towards low EQ and a lacking in empathy, essentially leaders who preferred command and control styles. When the toxicity was described with more specific and personal examples, the CEO began to break the rules. You keep using the term offensive or insulting, but was it, how was it? The executive offered, I'm here to offer what I see in service of a greater good and a shift that could produce better results. The conversation ended shortly after that. I was proud of the executive I coached for creating effective boundaries and sticking to them in a respectful way. We all need to have compassionate boundaries for ourselves and those around us. The better we are at offering shared rules for engaging in a specific situation, the greater ease there is for everyone to step in and out of those boundaries.
What is your compassionate boundary?